Are you Tony Stank? I am Iron Man. Stank, Stank, Stank. Genius billionaire playboy from the You Stank, you Stank. I am Iron Man. Hello and welcome once again to Stark or Stank. My name is Aaron and I'm here with Josh. How do you pronounce it? Aaron, because it's got two A's. Yeah, Aaron. 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 You got frightened while writing your birth certificate. <laughs> That's what happened. How are you? Yeah. 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 We watched What If this week. Apart from that, I'm doing fine. Yeah. We watched What If, and that, that was good. So that, so we're going to talk about that on this episode of the show where we yes. talk about MCU things. And rank things, which, I, yep, I'm prepared. Uh, <laughs> Definitely prepared. <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. Didn't just finish your list of anything. Nope. You definitely have been set for days. Finished. Literal days I have been ready. Mm-hmm. And now I get to try and figure out what my letterboxed account details are again. Yay! I'm um, bringing up something that I'm going to need later. Uh, oh, exciting. No, it, it's just I, I need to know what next week's show is. <laughs> yeah okay um Um, if i want to i'm gonna take a guess off the top of my head is it shang chi it is shang chi oh it's exciting yeah look i enjoy watching the marvel movies i really do Mm -hmm. but i haven't been excited to watch one of these for an episode for a while and shang chi might be the first one in a little bit yeah same for me you know I, i like loki a lot but i've seen it you know, and a also few it's times. A full series. It's hard to get excited about that. Exactly. Uh, but Shang-Chi's got cool action fight scenes. I'm a big fan. It does. Yep. But this week we're talking about what if. What if this episode was about what if? That's the question we're asking. And uh, we're about to find out what what if. Um, here's some trivia. Got, like... mm. Yes. Okay. Here's what? some trivia for you for my mm. rewatch. As we got pro- like progressively further and further through the episodes and the Watcher is doing his little spiel about the timelines and universes and multiverses and infinite stories at the start of every episode, mm-hmm. and it goes into the title of Ask the Question, What If? I would start to just replace it with other questions like, <laughs> How do? For what? <laughs> okay, sure. That's, that's how my rewatch went. Maybe that's a different... That's a different show they can make. For what, bitch? <laughs> For what? Okay, let us talk about trivia. I'm just checking oh, the audio levels here. Um, this show was planned to be animated in 2D early in the animation process, uh, in the planning process, uh, with director Brian Andrews even pushing for it due to disliking cell shading. Eventually, it was switched to the design scene now due to time constraints and a large amount of effort 2D animation would have taken, which, I mean, I'm not surprised. It is Disney, and they fucking hate 2D animation these days, so. Which is wild, considering their roots. Exactly. That's 
Just considering their whole fucking company was built on it. Nah. It's so fucking hard, man. And like, I get it. And <sighs> the result is a... They got, they got a result, I guess. They got a result that could have been... A result was made. Probably, but anyway. Sure. Could have been worse, though. Could have been not made because it's too hard and would have cost a lot of time and money. Yeah, I suppose. Um, before it was officially announced, the show was originally pl- planned to be one season and 23 episodes long, with each one centered around each movie in the Infinity Saga. But production constraint... F- Fuck. Production constraints forced Marvel to split it into what was eventually announced to be two 10-episode seasons. When the COVID-19 pandemic began, the season episode count was dropped to nine episodes each, seemingly meaning that for all future seasons of the show going forward, they will each be one episode shorter than they would have been prior to March of 2020. Um, yes. That, that is a lot of information to take in there. Um, a single 23-episode season, uh, season. Yeah. Would have been something, especially if it was just like, "Hey, we're doing a what if for every single movie." Thank that- fuck they didn't do that because we would have had to watch twenty three this- episodes. <laughs> this this week. rewatch would have gone much differently. Uh-huh. I probably wouldn't come out of it as positive as I have. Probably not. Um, but I mean, that's cool. What if Iron Man two was a good movie? Is that what that one would have been? <laughs> oh, I I actually assume we we got the what if that would have spawned from that. Uh, we did, yeah. Um, so, yes, we'll get to the episode that they dropped soon. Mm. Because mm-hmm. it does play yeah, into sort of the overall it. show. Um, and the, the, thing, the fact that there is an overall thing is kind of interesting, too. Mm-hmm. Like, when it was first pitched, I think we all assumed that it was going to be this anthology thing. And then the penultimate and ultimate episodes yeah. are just like, hey... It's not just fun stories. We're also doing a thing, yeah, which is neat. It's uh, yes. Yeah, so it would have been harder to do with twenty-three movies. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, uh, this is Chadwick Boseman's last Marvel project before his death. A spin-off series featuring T'Challa's version of Star Lord was planned, but was cancelled after his death in twenty twenty. Um, yeah, that seems about right. Yeah, That's unfortunate. Super unfortunate because I, I, he's in this show a lot, like. More than I, I forgot he he's in a lot of episodes and he's really and he good. One episode focused on him specifically. He features in another one very heavily, and then yeah. that episode, like where it all ties up, mm-hmm. features his you know prominent Star Wars one. Yeah, like yeah, he's in it a bunch. You know who else is in it a bunch? Not Robert Downey Jr. Absolutely, absolutely not. There is someone who and... kind of is is doing a, a Downey, but. Not he's trying to do a downy. He's trying to. Um an episode pitch involving the Guardians of the Galaxy was suggested for the first season, but it had to be scrapped after AC Bradley was told that she had inadvertently written half the plot of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So <laughs> whoops. There's actually a few of these. Um one episode idea that AC Bradley came up with would have involved Loki becoming worthy to wield Mjolnir. The idea was discarded early on, however, as the idea of Loki becoming a hero was already in the works for his own show. Uh, and then there was going to be an episode that would have consisted of Spider-Man turning into an actual spider, which... Ah, oh, man-spider. Yeah, but the idea was scrapped as AC Bradley found the idea to be far too dark in comparison to the rest of the series. There's an episode with zombies... Yeah, and it's a fairly 
brutal episode with zombies. Like, a lot of people die. <laughs> yeah. And it's very sad in a lot of places. <laughs> there is one episode which features a character's love interest dying over and over <laughs> in multiple different ways. And no matter what they do to try and stop it, it always happens in increasingly yeah. far-fetched manners. I know. Like, it's mostly a car crash, but then sometimes she just has a heart attack despite being, you know... A fairly healthy young woman it's <laughs> fucking but this is the line that's too far man spider man spider um the writers also considered an episode for the series that would have had the avengers as dinosaurs but rejected it for being too silly i would have watched no! it <laughs> i would have fucking loved that um this is why we can't have nice things <laughs> and finally uh showrunner ac bradley pitched an episode inspired by what if issued 10, which featured a timeline where Jane Foster became a female version of Thor after finding Mjolnir, but that obviously became Love and Thunder. So that didn't happen. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with comic books. It's like the wealth of stories that you can pull from is so vast Mm -hmm. and things get repeated. Like you said, this was a what if uh, story back in the day, but then the Jane Foster wheeling Mjolnir and becoming Thor actually became a thing in the comics as well. So Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, now we need to talk about the Gamora situation. Yes, please let's let's talk about the Gamora situation because I'm still not entirely clear on what the fuck is happening with that. Um, now I, I did have something open here, but it's gone, so now I have oh, to find fuck. it again. All right, here we go. So yeah, let's go. As I said, this was going to be a ten episode season. One episode mm-hmm. had to be dropped. Sure. So they dropped an episode. Where? Um, where is it? Here we go. Uh, <laughs> just, I've got to find the. It's okay. Here we go. I, as, as you find that, oh, you found it. I found You're it. Good. Okay. <clears throat> um. So yes, at the end of the season. Uh, the Guardians of the Multiverse included includes a specific version of Gamora from a universe that we're not familiar with, even though the narrative acts like we are. Um, outside of a brief moment during Infinity Ultron's rampage through his own galaxy, this is our first time seeing Gamora at all in this series. She wasn't even mentioned in the T'Challa Star-Lord story. Um, yep. So what happened? This is coming from Den of Geek, by the way. This is the article. Um and the thing about this is there was two Lego sets put out based on this show. Okay. One of them is based on this episode that didn't even come out. I did not know that. Um, so there was, there was a Lego set. Basically, what was going to happen in the episode, it was what if Iron Man landed on Sakaar? That's the premise of the episode. Right, that explains Stark's armor in that little snippet of the of it that you get in the last two episodes. Yes, and that is what was in the Lego set is like that that armor, mm-hmm. and there's also um, a minifig of of the Watcher and Valkyrie and Tony Stark. Um, right. Uh, so the Phantom episode was not only supposed to happen during the first season, but it was one of the first episode concepts anyone figured out because Lego had released a set based on it. Um, known as early. yeah, known as Tony Stark Sakarian Iron Man. The set included figures for Tony Stark Valkyrie and Watu. Um, no t- details on the episode were mentioned on the box. 
It should be noted that the only other Lego set to come out with this series is based around Captain Carter and the Hydra Stomper. Yeah, that one's fucking sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, the nexus point for this world was supposedly that after nuking the aliens at the end of Avengers, Iron Man uh-huh. wasn't able to fall through the portal in time. Instead, he drifted through space until ending up on the planet Sakaar, where he had, had to use his genius mixed with the techno junk around him to survive. So that was the premise sure. of that episode, and Gamora was in that episode. It's wild that Gamora is the part that gets taken out of that episode then. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is why her specifically? In, why, and not- yeah, I guess... I guess the reason is that we don't really want to overexpose people to our not Tony Stark because it's not the best. Sure, but I mean he's in the he's in the um, Killmonger episode a lot. He is in the Killmonger episode a lot. So yeah, Yeah, that's that's what happened. That episode um, was the one that got canned. It's possible that it's going to be made for the second season. I would hope so. I don't know. Because it sure would be weird to just have that Gamora there for an episode and a half at the very end of the season and just never touch on that again. (laughs) Yeah. And it's funny because you look at everyone who's assembled in that final uh, team, which we'll, you know, talk about as this goes on. But, like, there's one episode in the seven episodes leading up to the final two. Mm Because that's like a two-parter type deal. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily... (laughs) feature anyone from that team right but it's important for closure for one of the people that is in that team that it be there Mm -hmm. so it's hard to like if you were going to choose one to remove i probably would have taken episode three out but there's one episode i definitely would have taken out yeah but he's also on the team so it'd be weird to i i would have changed that for something different but yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's a weird one. But we should probably talk about these episodes. Let's do it. This is the plot of What If. So it is an anthology series. Obviously, each episode is different up kind until of. the the last couple. So um, now, last week when I, I I looked at this, I was like, it's just got like a, a brief sort of synopsis for each episode. And, uh, but if, if you actually click into the episodes, there is a full synopsis for each episode. Oh yeah. You said this was going to be a real short podcast. I am not going to read these. Yeah, you are. It's literally eight paragraphs for each episode. I am not doing that. (laughs) No fucking way. So I'm just going to read the short synopsis about the episode and then we can talk about the episode overall. I'm glad to know that you're a coward. Um, it's okay, I'm a coward too. <laughs> I do not want to record a seven-hour episode of this show. <laughs> don't you? Not it's not really. that you don't want to. Not... I don't think we could really get away with it. If if we were going to, it wouldn't be for what if. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe it, maybe one of the movies or something. I don't know. <laughs> but here we go. The four. So I need to ask something. Is it mentioned that this show specifically? Uh, occurs because of what happens at the end of Loki. Is that mentioned no. at the beginning of this show? I don't believe it is. Okay, so the the plot on this is um, taking that into account. Uh, the fall of He Who Remains at the hands of Sylvie 
Laufey Dota and Kang the Conqueror's subsequent takeover of the Time Variance Authority has allowed the Sacred Timeline to spur countless branches, effectively destabilizing the multiverse. From his observatory in the nexus of all realities, the Watcher would begin to observe the numerous timelines spawned from their various nexus events. However, the Watcher himself cannot interfere with events occurring within the realities, having sworn an oath shared among all other Watchers. Uatu visits visits eight realities that diverged from the main universe. Okay. So here we go. First episode is... Yes. What if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? When Steve Rogers is seriously injured, Peggy Carter becomes the world's first super soldier. Um, so that's the, the basic gist of the episode, is that Captain Carter is a thing... That happens because yep. there's no Captain America. Um, I, uh, as far you... as premises go, it seems like a really simple swap out. Like, yeah. okay, we're just going to do Captain America the First Avenger, but we're going to do it with Carter instead of... Which is pretty much what this episode is. It's pretty much a remake of it, that movie, but with Captain Carter. It is, but things still sort of pan out differently enough to justify it. At being, the end. I think. No, not even just at the end. They get the Tesseract really early on. That's no longer the thrust of the thing. Yeah, that's true. Carter gets it in Paris. And then it becomes less about um, Red Skull trying to uh, blow up the world with all this new power he's got in the Tesseract and Mm. more about him like, well, if I can't have the world, I'm going to summon a fucking alien tentacle beast to destroy (laughs) it. Right. Uh, Plus you get... and I. You get the fun part of not only having Captain Carter, but Steve does get to do stuff. He gets yeah, to, uh, he gets to have an Iron Man up. suit. Yeah, it's cool too. I I've gone on record as saying I love the bulky like cave Iron Man suit, and this is basically that, but mixed with a fucking World War Two tank. And yeah. it's sick. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good episode to start with. I think um, it's like I said, it's. It's mostly a remake of First Avenger with Captain it, Carter with familiar. some differences. Um, and it sets the standard nicely, I think. Yes. It's like, what if this small thing happened where Steve couldn't become Captain America? And so Peggy stepped in and did it anyway because they, they were on a fucking on a, on a, on a, yeah. a time. We were going to lose the project. Yeah. Is the exact wording. <laughs> And uh, so they just had to do it right then. She had to jump in and do it. No one else was going to do it. Yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah, man. uh, Stark's just the guy who pushes buttons. Yeah, exactly. Just pushes buttons. That's it. That's his whole thing. And uh, there's a bit. There's a bit near the end where he's complaining that the Germans make buttons blue. So who (laughs) who makes a button blue? (laughs) Like what the fuck you want about Stark? Oh, uh, yeah, his, um, you know, progressive feminism for the time is very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, a whole lot of glass ceiling stuff for Captain Carter to smash through. Yeah. The uh, general, or sergeant, I want to say general, that they have in that uh, episode is a real piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Very easy to hate. Fuck yes. that guy. For sure. Um, um, yeah. And uh, fucking, oh, God, what's her name? Haley Atwell sounds like she's having mm-hmm. a great time. Yeah. So I'm having a great time listening to her have a great time. I feel like a lot of the returning actors from the movies do a pretty good job 
with the yeah, characters. There's a, there's a couple things here and there that sound a yeah. bit weird, but uh, like when, when you're not professionally trained as a voice actor predominantly, mm-hmm. yeah. it can be a bit weird to step into that. So, you know, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Um, this episode's got lots of really fun action. Like it's animated really mm-hmm. well in the action scene specifically. Yeah. It's bits where uh, Captain Carter's beating the shit out of Nazis on motorbikes and trucks mm-hmm. and she like swings a fucking motorbike. It's, yeah. It, it feels very impactful. It's mm-hmm. lots of fun to watch. Yeah, I think the animation in this series is overall pretty good. Um, it's definitely solid. Um, as you said in the trivia bit with like a maybe a 2D animation style might have mm-hmm. been more visually interesting. Yeah. This works. It gets the job done. It has um, a, it has an art style. And there are moments where it. it looks quite nice. Yeah, and uh, I think I think the lighting does a lot of the work here. Like I think the lighting yes. is really good. Um 100% agree. Uh the, the cell shading is fine. I I don't love cell shading in it's okay. shows, but it's yeah, it's fine. Um Yeah, I, I don't know. Highlights from this episode, I really like the uh the montage set to old timey music mm-hmm. that's like swing music that's a lot of fun yeah uh the remixes of parts that happen in the movie with the new bits it's yeah it's a good stepping off point it's familiar but different and it's fun with not particularly high stakes no i agree with all of that the second episode mm-hmm. what if t'challa became a star lord a star lord <laughs> Motherfucking Star Lord. <laughs> the rough and tumble space pirates known as the Ravagers abduct T'Challa instead of Peter Quill. And uh yeah, this is like this is really I really like this episode a lot. I like the whole um plot to steal a thing. I, I like yeah, stealing I like things. Heist. Great stuff. Love a heist. Love a heist. It's so fucking straight like Captain Carter, good stepping off point. Familiar good and different, but not too different. Yeah. This is like, okay, here's the bit from the movie, and then here's a completely different fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Here's how vastly the universe changes because Star-Lord isn't an inept dipshit. <laughs> right. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, yeah, the, like, Thanos giving up the... <laughs> Just he just he just he had just a had a chat. Yeah, he just needed a stern talking yeah, to. Captain from... Genocide over there just needed a chat. It, in Infinity War, if if Black Panther had just talked to Thanos first, none of it would have happened. It, yeah, it's so fucking strange that this is where a, a, a case of mistaken identity because all humans <laughs> look the same. Uh, Winds up like averting disaster mm-hmm. so many years down the track. Meanwhile, yeah. Starlord just gets to be a fucking janitor at a Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah. The Dairy Queen from uh, Guardians 2. Right. Uh, um, yeah, also- I like this episode. It's fun. We get the um, different take on uh, Nebula, which is mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, yeah. Her like femme fatale type. Deal. That's yep. interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you find it weird how much uh, airtime uh, Jimon Honsu? I can't pronounce his last name. I think he's Hora. really good in this episode too. Like his voice acting he's, is really he's good. Fun, but my 
god is he around a lot and like yeah. i get it he's a big fanboy right i feel like they kind of run it into the ground a little bit but apart from that it's it's just a, it's such a strange episode i always <laughs> leave it being like i liked that but boy mm-hmm. was it fucking weird it is weird but like that's the whole premise of the show is, Why like, is the collective what if, <laughs> what if uh, we do something that's completely different um and we're gonna get to an episode later that i hate like mm. hate um, it's funny you say hate because if it's the one that we've like sort of mentioned to each other offhand mm-hmm. I feel like last week you said you enjoyed it. Yes. But then I watched yes. it. Okay. Yes. So so in the in the context of watching them week to week as mm-hmm. a separate thing, it's fine. Yeah, okay. Watching them all back together to back to back. in a row, it stands uh-huh. out as different. It's jarring. Yeah. But we'll get to that. Um Yeah. Yes, but like like that episode does the what if thing in a bad way where this does it in like a really good way. Like it's it's kind of yeah. wacky and and different <coughs> with the characters, but it it does it in a this really one, good way. This one's like okay, we're not just going to remix the movie. We're yes. going to take the character, put him in the shoes of a different character and just have fun with it, which mm. that's kind of what you want. Yeah. For sure. Um, and, uh, uh, the collector's really good too. Buff collector. Yeah, buff why? collector. <laughs> I don't know. He's so buff. <laughs> I don't know why he, why he got so buff, but he also is. Also the implication that, like, there's no Captain America or Thor because he's definitely got the shield and Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all right then. <laughs> uh, yeah. Overall, I really like this episode. It's a good time. Fun and interesting. I'm yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. Okay, third episode. This is this is where it gets Yeah, like I guess yeah, all of these episodes are so different in the be- Yeah. In what the if strokes they are different cuz the first one you've got pulpy adventure, the second mm-hmm. one is a uh, sci-fi heist. This one is sort of spy thriller mystery. Yeah. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes? Nick Fury struggles to launch the Avengers Avengers when candidates are targeted by a serial killer. Well, yeah, I guess. Um, Just a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. So when this episode first started, and this is what you mentioned about, like, Iron Man 2, like, remaking Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um... Yeah, it starts off just like it's basically word for word the the donut scene from Iron yeah. Man 2. And then we are like stepping into act 3 of Iron Man 2. Yeah. And then it's it just takes a turn and you're like what the fuck? Tony Stark fucking dies from the thing <laughs> yeah, that's Stark supposed is to cure dead him in a fucking donut fucking cafe. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's, it was unexpected and, uh, cool. Uh, I like it a lot. It makes fantastic use of the, um, highly unlikely event of the, uh, like events of Hulk Mm -hmm. or Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2 and Captain America all kind of happening within the same week, which is very good. Like that. Love the acknowledgement that that's fucking strange. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and we don't have to sit through Tony Stark making an element. <laughs> this Thank is the fuck. best episode of What If. <laughs> Thank you, What If. It eliminates that scene entirely. Fucking amazing. It means we don't have to watch Iron Man 2 ever again. <laughs> Thank no, you, you have to watch it up to the... Nope. Up to the donut scene, which means you get the oh. um, robot rock punch. Oh no! Fuck that movie. No, the robot, the robot rock punch on's fine. The Monte yeah. Carlo bit's interesting. Mm. Maybe that's the wrong word. It's it's a thing that happens. It is a thing that happens. Uh, uh yeah, and then uh, Thor Thor goes down. Uh, Hulk fucking explodes. Yeah, so they're weird deaths too because it's like okay iron man is killed by the thing that's supposed to cure him which is administered by black widow mm-hmm. Thor gets shot by one of Hulk, uh, hawkeye's arrows mm-hmm. and it just seems to be like all of these shield agents being implicated yeah in these deaths and like okay well that's that's fucking suspicious then hawkeye shows up dead in his cell no yep. one got in no one got out what happened it's i love the mystery of it up to this point yeah because at no point do you think, like, okay, it's Iron Man 2. No, we're not going to use something from later movies. Why would I? Right. Why would we do that? And then it re- and yeah, it really so. keeps you guessing. Like, uh, there's there's nothing to really give away who it is that's doing it uh, mm-hmm. up until it's finally told to you. Um, yeah, it's really good. I fucking love the reveal. Um, yes, it's all about hope. Hank Pym's just fucking crazy old Michael Douglas. (laughs) Oh, he's so good in this, too. He's really good. He's really good. I don't know, something about cranky Michael Douglas really does it for me in this. And like, Mm. voice acting wise, he's really nailing it. Um, yeah, I suppose the what if branching off point here isn't necessarily the Tony Stark ties, is it? Hope uh, Van Dyne dies in yes. S.H.I.E.L.D. service. Yeah. And Hank goes off the fucking deep end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's some really good stuff in this episode. I really like the interaction between Fury and Loki, something that I don't think mm-hmm. we we ever really got in the actual movies. You get it a little bit. In Just a little bit when Loki oh. first, first comes to Earth. and it's like... Yeah, and it's fucking brief. Yeah. Um, but yeah, their interactions are great. You get Loki being a shithead to Hank, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, lots of, lots of stuff to enjoy about this. And yeah, I think just in general, maybe my favorite of the episodes is definitely up there. Yeah. It's up there for me too. It's definitely one of the, one of the standouts of the series. Mm. Um, I, I, I like a lot of the episodes in this. There's very few that I like. I would just throw one of these on every now and then. Um, yeah. Now that sure. I've rewatched them, well, and I'm like, oh, that's a good episode. I think the only one that I don't really like, I still think is fine. Just maybe not alongside all the rest of these. Yeah. When I said I hate it, like hate. The I hate word. it. Yeah, I hate it in the context of the show. Like it's a fine. It's fine. It's a fun time. Yeah. Which um, is weird because most of these are not f- fun explicitly. Definitely not the next one, which is episode four. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? 
A grief-stricken Doctor Strange. The, <coughs> the most not fun one. <laughs> yeah, this is the most not fun. A grief-stricken Doctor Strange uses the eye of Agamotto in a dangerous effort to change the past. Um, this is the Jurassic Bark of uh, what if? Oh God! <laughs> for a thousand summers, I will wait for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is. Oh, he's gone. What happened? He disappeared. Will he return? Who can say? We may never know if Josh will ever return. I'm there back. he is. He's back. I refreshed as soon as it happened this time. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yes. D- d- just Christine's just dying over and over again. It's um, a rough time. I like Christine in this uh, franchise. Mm-hmm. She's nice. Yeah. Which makes it even worse that she's it's chosen really just to die over and over again in this episode. Um, and then Strange just doing what he can to to keep her alive. Um, unsuccessfully. Unsuccessfully. Um, Very unsuccessfully. And he goes on a weird, like, his diet goes all over the place. He starts eating lots of weird shit. <laughs> uh-huh. Not uh, bugs, though. He draws the line at bugs. And then take its cape, though. Uh huh. We get Strange Supreme, which is what the name of the other one. Um, wait, which which other one? Which Strange is this? Strange Supreme is like the the bad one. But he's not the one that shows up in a later property, right? That's the thing. Yeah, I don't know. No, well, no, that's Sinister Strange. Right. Yes. No. They are different strangers. They are different strangers, yes. Even though that one's facing a, a calamity that looks very similar to the one that's displayed in this movie uh, uh-huh. episode. Well, you know, Lots they... cool fucking otherworldly shit. There's a mm-hmm. fucking garden gnome. Gets eaten. There is a garden a gnome for time. some reason. <laughs> well, that was like the, okay, better start small. Yeah. Conjures up a fucking garden gnome <laughs> and then eats it. <laughs> that... The, the 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 light face that he pulls mm-hmm. when he eats things it reminds yeah. me of uh, the aliens in uh, World's End. Yes, the fucking lights mm-hmm. and mouths. Yeah. yeah, and it's real creepy. I like it a lot. That's good. Yeah, this is a good episode. It's a good like it's a good episode, but also depressing because it also ends ends with him just like in a void of nothingness. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's had a bad, bad time, and it's not getting any better from here. No. Um, I find it interesting that even in these first three episodes, we've had one episode that is almost a direct parallel of the uh, movie that yep. it's splitting off from. Mm-hmm. We've had one that takes, or actually we four episodes. We've got one that takes the jumping off point, switches the characters, and then does something completely different. Yep. We've got one that is, uh, what if those movies happened but those characters weren't around right and then we've got this one which is what if that movie happened but one thing slightly different happened so that they had a direct sequel that went strange for lack of a better word right. like with the premise itself it's not just like the genre of uh show that they're making with each one like sure we've got pulp action sci-fi heist we've got that difference in variety we've also got variety in what they're doing with the actual premise itself which is neat yeah 
uh, <coughs> yeah, I like that they they mix it up with each episode and they do something different. It's not just just like and sometimes it's big and sometimes mm. it's a very personal thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, I like that they're willing to just do something that's depressing as fuck. Get fucked, Stephen Strange. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I really like this episode too. They, honestly, like the first How many episode, times can we say I really like this episode. The first episode is is fine. It's a it's a good episode, but then it's one of my favorites. But that's because I'm a Captain America fucking stan. Right, but then uh, two, three, four. Five's okay. Six. Like, th- those are, like, top tier. Those are, like, really good episodes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like five has to be, like, it had to be because it's the only one that had concrete plans set in stone for afterwards. Right. Episode five. What if zombies? It's not really a question. What if zombies? It's a question. It's got, it's got a question mark after it. How do zombies? <laughs> exactly. When the Avengers or are what inf- zombies? When the Avengers are infected by a zombie plague, surviving heroes search for a cure. Um, Ank Pym ruins the world again. <laughs> fucking! I would have loved if we got to the end of this season of What If, and it was just revealed that Hank Pym was the cause of all these different fuck ups, mm-hmm. but in slightly different ways. Yeah, it's not feasible for at least two of them, but right would have been funny. Um, is this episode again is fine. This is this is this is probably the most fan service one. I feel. Maybe. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. It is. Uh, and I I just like the idea of superheroes becoming infected, becoming zombies, and yeah, using their superpowers. <laughs> With all that power, as become, a zombie, like slavering fucking monsters. Yeah, yeah, it's, and it's um, really good because the first time you're introduced to them is in like silhouette. Mm-hmm. Fucking Ben has been shot down out of space. Yep, the start of Infinity Wars happening. Uh, Ebony Moore and uh, Big Boy, what's his name? Nope, it's gone. Who are we talking Can't about? What? Obsidian Moore. No, Obsidian. Oh, yeah, uh... something. Yeah, guy with the fucking hammer. They're both there doing their fucking Colobsidian. Thank you. So Ebony Moore and Colobsidian are there doing their whole. Yep, give us the time stone thing. Yeah, and uh, fucking Strange, Stark, and Wong jump them from out of the mist and just go to town. Mm-hmm. And Ben is watching like, yeah, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good banner episode. This one. Um. Yeah, so uh, yeah, they get infected and uh, everyone becomes zombies. And then there's a nice, nice twist at the end with uh, Vision and Wanda. Yeah, that's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's just not zombie fiction until you have a uh, wife and husband where one of them's been infected and the other one's trying to keep them alive because they're still in there. Damn it! <laughs> and they've got to bring not. food back. For them. Yeah, well, you gotta keep, gotta keep them fed. Otherwise, yeah. they'll die. <laughs> I don't know how zombies work. That's a good, especially question. not with her. Had, had... Yeah, interesting. Um, zombies die. I think, I think certain media have portrayed them getting weaker if they don't eat. Right. But I don't know. 
Um, yeah, you get some fantastic shit in this. You get Scott Lang's head. <laughs> yeah. It's just the head in a jar. It's amazing. With the, the existential horror of being a head in a jar. Mm-hmm. Uh, zombie Hunter Spider-Man with the cape. Yes. Location. That's fun stuff. Um, so I t- will always mark out for um, Winter Soldier versus Captain America. And we get that on the train. It's mm-hmm. fucking sick. Love so, that. So Tom Holland couldn't do the show. Mm-hmm. Um, due to his contract with Sony. Uh, oh. apparently, apparently, uh, he's only allowed to do movies and not TV shows as Spider-Man, I guess. So that's the reason he's not in the show. It was, it's a contract thing. Huh. Um, yeah. It's weird. Who, who was, uh, who was Peter in the show? Don't ask me that. I'm going to have to look it up. Hudson Thames. Okay. I assume that's. Thames, T H A M E S. Yeah, I guess uh, he doesn't okay. He doesn't okay. Uh, Spider Man. It's fine. Yeah, it's 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 fine. <laughs> he's he's Spider Man in at least one other thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Avengers: Quantum Encounter. What is that? No idea. It's some kind of short of some variety. Hmm. Anyway. Okay. Um, what is up with the ending of this episode? Thanos is zombie. Thanos is there with a infinity gauntlet. What? Well, that's the thing, right? Because the only thing we knew about this series going in was that it was going to be a what if episode, but we knew that there was going to be a zombie series spinoff from this, right? Yeah. You got to set up your threat. Sure. Um, <laughs> and yeah, what's what's a bigger threat than zombie Thanos? <laughs> I guess. I don't know, it's just, it's such a weird ending to this episode. It really is. There's only one other episode where I feel like it's got an ending that sort of implies that it's going to continue on later, which it kind of does. Mm -hmm. And it's episode three. Yeah. That one does actually pick up later, but this one's It's the only reason I wouldn't cut it in favor of uh, Iron Man on Sakaar. Yeah. Uh, anyway, overall, yeah, it, it, this is a fine, like you said, it's a fan service episode. It's like, what if I, this I person was a zombie? Of, yeah. I do like that a lot of side characters get some uh, time to shine here. You got yeah. Sharon and, uh, <laughs> what's fucking Scott Lang's Eastern European friend's name? Oh, yeah. Um, the one, the yeah, one obsessed I, with Baba Yaga. Yeah, I don't, don't remember the character's name. He's yes. great. Uh, Happy's there. Everyone yeah, happy's really there. Fucking Wasp gets to do some really cool shit. Yeah. I love myself some heroic sacrifice. Yeah, sames. And then she gets to be a, a zombie. A giant one. A giant zombie. Uh, Yeah, good episode. Not amazing, but good. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, I, I think I agree. It is, you know, it's very much the, the concept it's in the title. It doesn't do anything super interesting with it. Right. It doesn't fumble it. Next one's a good one. What if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? An American soldier called Killmonger rescues Tony Stark when his Humvee is attacked in Afghanistan. Sorry. Yep. Sorry, that's wrong. That should be Fun V. Uh, yeah. Not... It's not the Humvee, it's not the Humdrum V, it's the Fun V. Exactly. Uh, 
Yep. So we get the opening minutes of Iron Man 1 before mm-hmm. Killmonger comes in and just uh, eats a fucking missile. Another the desert, like another one of these another one of these things where it's um it's just like a full on word for word remake of the beginning of that movie, but with someone else doing Robert Downey Jr.'s voice, and then yeah, and then it takes the takes its twist and uh, yeah, I get, this is pretty much just a combination of Iron Man and Black Panther. It's like it kind of the tiniest little bit of Age of Ultron in there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, It's kind of just combining all of those things, and it's it's fine. It's a it's another really good episode, I think. Um, Well, the the fun part of this is that you get to have two characters who never had screen time together. Yes. Why the fuck would they? Right. Uh, Bouncing off each other in interesting ways, doing interesting stuff. It's neat. I like it. I feel like Michael B. Jordan uh, was definitely on board for it because yes. that guy's a fucking huge nerd and yeah. there's mechs and shit in this. Mm-hmm. And he, I think um, Killmonger even says that he's an anime fan in the, yeah. In the episode itself. Yeah, he does. Uh, and uh, fucking goddamn. God, what's his name? Fucking <laughs> the guy that plays Claw. Fucking what's his name? Goddamn. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking dying. Andy Circus. <laughs> Andy Circus is so fucking good as it like He's he great. always is. Um Yeah, Andy Circus as Claw might be uh maybe like the low-key MVP of the MCU for me. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he shows up, he's fucking mm. amazing. He's great. So good. And uh yeah, this is a, it's a good fun episode. We get uh, you know, twists here and there, and even though we we know Killmonger's what he's up to. He's a, he's a bad guy. So yeah, I don't know. Like for half the episode, it feels like is he a bad guy this time around, or is he like right. actually altruistic? Because he totally calls out uh, Obadiah mm-hmm. on his assassination plot and foils that immediately. And then the rest of the thing is just him and Tony buddying up. And then oh no, he's still kind of a fucking. He's definitely a villain. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we get more into like the Black Panther side of things where he sort of weasels his way into the throne, but without. Yeah. But he's like kind of in a more favorable position here because mm. he didn't just straight up kill the king in front of everyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, he did it in if secret. Killmonger was, if Kill, yeah, if Killmonger was smarter in the MCU, he would have done it this way. Right. Play the long game. Mm-hmm. Fucking how many years between Iron Man 1 and Black Panther? A few. I don't, I don't know. Too many. Uh, yeah, anyway, good episode. I like it. Yeah. Now here's where we take a turn. Uh, it's, yeah, it's... Episode 7. What if Thor were an only child? Thor, who never learned to be a good hero, throws an out-of-control intergalactic party on Earth. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's the premise. That's the premise, I, and that's pretty much all that happens in the episode. It's fine. Like, in terms of what this brings to the table, it's a it's a nice breather. If you are, Like, watching week to week, it's fine, because you get something new every week you get a week to sort of 
you know, uh, unwind from the last one and prepare yeah. for the new one. Mm-hmm. Watching back to back, it's an interesting like palate cleanser mm-hmm. almost because everything up to this point has been pretty serious. Yeah. Like we start with Captain Carter, which is kind of a fun adventure romp. And then the rest have been a bit more gritty. I think zombies. And then yes, this one. Zombies, even though it's like about it's zombies, dark, it's still, but it is still kind of silly. Yeah. Yeah. I think this one being like just straight up comedy for the most part yeah. is a bold choice. <laughs> it's a bold it's, choice. I think, it, I think it works, but not necessarily. it's not necessarily going to work all the time for everyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I This episode is fine in the context of it being its own thing. Yes. In the context of the overall show, I don't think it works and it's not. It's taking away from. It's time I could be spending watching other episodes <laughs> instead yeah. of this one. Exactly. Like, it just doesn't feel all that important to the overarching thing, which at yeah. this point, you don't really realize there is an overarching thing until yes. the very end of this episode. And that's right. where they kind of introduce that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just kind of like, ha ha, what if Thor was a dumb frat boy dickhead? <laughs> and it is funny. Chris Hemsworth, is that Hemsworth in this? It is, yeah. Yeah. And Natalie Portman. fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's very, very funny in this episode. Yeah. Um, It's just real weird and dumb. <laughs> it is. And I do find, I don't know, I find myself questioning a lot more in this episode than I have in any other What If episode. Mm-hmm. My main thing. Is because this this all kind of comes to a head as Thor and Captain Marvel punch on with one another. Yeah. Uh, and the first time they encounter each other, Captain Marvel kind of gets like quote unquote beaten when she's pinned down by Mjolnir. Right. If Thor was an only child, mm-hmm. Mjolnir wouldn't have that enchantment on it because Thor one would never have happened. <clears throat> I I feel like even even though. It's weird. yeah. So I feel like yeah, there's conflicting things here because yeah. Thor, if if he had gone through that and and Mjolnir had the enchantment on it, he wouldn't be yeah. the douchebag frat guy no. he is, right? Of course not. He would have grown as a person and matured slightly, right? But I feel like it's that kind of it happened. makes sense that it would still happen. Like Loki doesn't need to be there for for that for him to still need to learn a lesson. Not necessarily, but it is the catalyst for him like going to Jotunheim and doing the thing that gets him kicked out of Asgard and Right. There's, there's That's true. It's, and uh, it is definitely like the first time that Thor has shown up on Earth because Jane's there. This is her first time encountering the anomaly. Yeah. That is the fucking Bifrost. Mm-hmm. So, if it happened, it didn't happen on Earth. Right. And I'm definitely reading too far into this, because it's a silly comedy haha bit. I know, but it's still, like, it is still... This is the premise of your show. You kind of need to take it more seriously than that, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, still, I like Howard the funny, Duck... Funny, funny things. Howard the Duck just randomly shows up during this series, and it's great. I love it. Yeah, he shows up in one place that makes perfect sense, and then he shows up here, and it doesn't make as much sense, but nothing in this episode does, apparently, so right. we're rolling with it. Mm-hmm. Darcy and he get married. 
episode's so stupid. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very silly. Um, but yeah, like as an as its own thing, it's it's fine and it's fun. But again, in the context of the whole show, it doesn't quite work. It's it's so much lower stakes. And so much sillier and such a fucking right turn that it is jarring, especially if you're watching one after the other. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in the context of the following two episodes, it's very strange that this Thor would be an important part of that. (laughs) Right. Because he's fundamentally not different at all from Thor 1 pre-character growth. Yes, exactly. Okay. Episode 8. What if Ultron won? Natasha Romanoff and Clint Barton seek to destroy Killer Robot, o- Killer Robot, Killer Robot <laughs> Ultron, following a oh, cataclysmic event. Robot. <laughs> robot. Um. Yes. Uh. So Ultron. U- Ultron one. He, and he and he's Ultron got one humanity nil. He's got the, the Infinity Stones. And. Uh, He's a, he's a naughty boy. Naughty Ultron. He, he really is. He's the naughtiest Ultron. <laughs> uh, and he figures out that uh, he can... There's different universes. There's a multiverse. And he wants to just... Yeah, first he wipes out his own universe. Yeah. And then he goes on to wipe out every universe. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. This is a... This is a Decent episode? I don't know. It's not very memorable to me. I know Ultron's in it and he destroys universes and... This is one of the other episodes that are like... It's not like... It's not one of my favourites by a long shot. Just Mm -hmm. because it feels like a setup for the next episode, which it totally is. Yeah. Uh, There's some cool shit going on though. I like uh, post-apocalyptic Clint and Nat. Yes. They're doing their thing, taking on hordes of uh, Ultron sentries and shit. Yeah. And they're, like, timing it, and they're all synced up and shit. It's fucking rad. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea of, like, post-apocalyptic world with only, like, them two as the survivors. Nat claims she's the only surviving human left, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting to note. Not sure why <laughs> you would bother fighting on at that point. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I I give up easy. <laughs> I am a coward. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is this is good, and then uh, yeah, him um sort of breaking out and um figuring out Uatu's <laughs> watching and the um, panic in uh Uatu's voice when he realizes that he's fucked yeah. is really good. The last like five minutes of that episode are just like oh shit. Oh, God, it's all gone horribly wrong. Yeah. But everything leading up to that is kind of a slow burn. Mm-hmm. I like it, but yeah. it's not doing anything super, like, groundbreaking or, uh, you know, no. head-turning. No. It's a it's a fun... It's a fu- another it's a fun, fun episode. It's, you know, Ultron... I don't know if fun is the word I would use. It's pretty hopeless. I think it's a fun episode. <laughs> Same with the next some one. cool shit. Yeah. Next one is actually very fun. What if the Watcher broke his oath? Episode 9, out of options, the Watcher gathers heroes from across the multiverse in order to defeat Ultron. Uh, Yeah, pretty much what it says on the box. 
That's what he does. That is. That's what they do. They defeat Ultron. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what, what else is there to say? This is an episode with a lot of fighting. This one, yeah, you know what? I think the <coughs> it is the episode with a lot of fighting. I think the action is really fucking sick. Yeah, it is. There's so many cool team-up moves and shit, and you know mm. I'm a sucker for team-up moves. Yep. This is the Avengers Absolutely. of what if episodes. Yeah, it really is. Uh, this is the victory lap. Mm-hmm. Um. There were some stumbles along the way. And hey, Gamora's there. there. Gamora's there. We don't know what her deal is. <laughs> Wait, even knowing the premise of the episode, I don't know what the fucking deal is with her. <laughs> There's no Can explanation me, in the episode at all. <laughs> she just no. is just there. She's just there. Uh, and everyone else we know who's there. We've got uh, Widow from the uh, episode eight. Mm-hmm. We've got... Captain Carter from episode one. Yep. We've got T'Challa from episode two. We've got Thor. Uh, Thor from episode, what is that, seven? Yep. Strange. We've got Strange from episode four. I don't know. I'm going to stop numbering them. Doesn't matter about what episode it's from, but Strange is there. Yeah, Strange is there. Uh, oh, um, Killmonger. Yeah, Killmonger. Who, oh, Mom well, turns out, still a bad guy. <laughs> Who what knew? What a dick. <laughs> yeah, look, we, we've got to make sure that even though he's got a, you know, perfectly cromulent message, mm-hmm. he is evil. <laughs> no redemption for Killmonger ever. <laughs> he might be right, but he's still a dick about it. Look, <laughs> he's out of line, but he's got a point. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and then zombies also show up. Specifically, Zombie Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a part of the team officially, does come in for the assist. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, fun fun ending to the series. Combining all the episodes. It was a good idea, and it pans out. Yeah, I think it pays off nicely. I still don't know why frat boy Thor is there. Uh, it's Thor, that's why. <laughs> Uh, what does Fury call him in that episode? Spicoli. <laughs> yeah, <times>. yeah. <laughs> and, isn't, uh, that, isn't that reference? Oh, doesn't Tony Stark call him that in the movie? One of the movies. Uh, I don't know if he calls him Spicoli. I know he calls him Point Break. Definitely calls him Point Break. I feel like um, maybe that was. Right. He also gets White Snake from Captain Marvel, which is good. Also, yes. mm. <laughs> if nothing else, we've gotten good nicknames for Thor. <laughs> yes, and that is. What if? Yeah. Overall, a adventure. <laughs> overall, what are your thoughts on this first season? If we ever get a second season, pretty good. Uh, I like all the episodes, at least mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. In the context of them being part of a larger picture, mm-hmm. I enjoy ninety percent of them. Times. Um. Yeah, it's it's a cool little surprise that it turned out as interesting and as well as it did. I thought it was just gonna be all fan service all the time, and it kind of is, but they, they don't really I, they don't they don't really hammer it home no. as much as they probably could. No. Um I feel like it's You're the you're the fan service hater. Let me know. Am I on am I on ba- on on point off base? I think for this? so, yeah. I I I there's except for 
the Thor episode has a few like oh there's some scrolls uh there's just mm-hmm. like like little things here and there um there's nothing that re- really stood out to me like oh that's just there's nothing that made me roll my eyes in like ugh, yeah. fan service um yeah I, I think it's uh it works as a show I think it's fun. Uh, and I'm looking forward to more episodes when they eventually come. Yep, I'd love to see that uh, Iron Man on Sakaar episode. And, yes. Uh, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm excited to see more uh, Marvel zombies, but I mean, I'm into it. I'm not opposed to the idea. Mm-hmm. Is What If on Letterboxd? Uh, I believe. I believe we decided that it was. Hmm. <laughs> Because well, I can't find it. <laughs> oh god, oh god. I, I feel like it was because we uh, decided that we would. Uh... <laughs> so I can't find what if, but there is the Marvel Studios assembled making of what if. You know what? So. We're just gonna put that on We're there. We're just gonna put that on a, there just so we just so we know. Yep. Uh <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna remember it when we're when we're reading out the list. Oh um, god. All right. Amazing. Before but that though. Before we rank, yes. We need to talk about the Starks and the Stanks. We do, it's very important. I don't remember. Did you go last week? Uh what was last week? Was last week Black Widow? Yes. I believe I believe I went first because you said I stole your notes. Okay, okay. Well, I will go first then. Um, the overall premise of the show is great and is perfect for an animated TV series, and it works. I like it. Make more. Thank you. <laughs> give, give more. Give, give more what if. Give more. <laughs> what if give more <laughs> uh yeah I, I agree with that like this definitely wouldn't work as a movie like you can't make no no a what if movie so yeah overall great idea for a tv show and it works like at most at most you can maybe make a guardians of the multiverse movie but that requires right. the setup of this show yes um Exactly. Yeah, totally agree. It's perfect for an animated anthology thing. Um, mm-hmm. My first stock is not necessarily that, but it kind of bounces off that. Um, it's a good mix of stories on offer in terms of scale, in terms of genre, in terms mm-hmm. of tone. You've got light, you've got heavy, you've got big stories, personal stories. You've got things that are just basic remixes of uh, the movies. You've got things that jump off completely. It's... Uh, a lot of variety for nine episodes of a fucking animated series. Yeah. It's great. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. My second Stark is T'Challa. I think I, I, it's great. Like, he's so good in this show. And uh, they use him a lot. And uh, it's such a bummer we don't get to see more of him ever again. <laughs> it sucks, man. Um, yeah, that is maybe the biggest downer I've ever heard. Yeah. It's like, Thank you. God, it's like he's, he was so good in this show, and it's such yep. a bummer. But uh, absolutely. Anyway, let's. Uh, what's your second Stark? 
my second stock is that I love the anti-anthology swerve at the end. Mm -hmm. The fact that, like, this is an anthology show, but at the end, we're actually wrapping it up into a thing. And, oh, yeah. surprise, these are all related now. Yeah. Um, I really like that because I wasn't expecting it. Mm -mm. Um, and even upon rewatch, knowing where everything was going, I was like, yeah, I can't fucking wait. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it was a great way to end the show. And like you said, it's unexpected. Like, we just thought it was just going to be all separate things. Yeah, it, it, and I would have been fine if it was just all yeah. uh, completely separate, unique stories. But, you know, being able to finish with all these characters that we've gotten to know over the course of this series, mm -hmm. it's good. It's a good idea. Yeah, it's really good. Um, the Stanks now, my first one, yep. the Thor episode. <laughs> uh, we've, I feel like we've talked about it enough to mm -hmm. get a feel for why you yep. think that, and I can't disagree. It's definitely the low point of the series. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll still watch it if it's on, <clears throat> but if I was going to pick one to just watch offhand, probably wouldn't be that one. For me, it would be very the very last one. Yeah, you'd watch that one after every other one, even yeah. the ones that lead directly out of this. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, what's your first stank? Yeah, I don't think the Thor episode's that bad, so it's not a stank for me, mm -hmm. but it's I agree. Uh, my first stank is missing voices from key MCU players are a shame, although mm. they, are, they are pretty well covered. Yeah. It is a shame that you get stuff like uh, home brand Tony Stark. Mm -hmm. I think his is the most glaring. Like, I quite like the uh, voice actress for Natasha. I think she's really good. Yeah. The guy I... who's covering for Tom Holland does well enough. I didn't mm -hmm. even realize that it wasn't him initially. I don't I don't mind the, the RDJ stand-in. Um I don't know why that one specifically annoys me. I think it's a combination of the voice mm -hmm. and also his face looks just not quite right. Do you think it's because he kind of sounds like he's trying to do an RDJ? Yeah, whereas with uh, Nat, it's like that's that's just a lady doing a voice. It's not necessarily right. a lady doing a Scarjo. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel like that could be it. Yeah, I feel like that too. Yeah. I do think, though, like, in general, it's a shame that, like, not everyone came back for this when mm -hmm. a lot of people did. Fucking Kurt Russell's here for the brief time that he goes <laughs> yeah. on screen. Uh-huh. Michael fucking Douglas. <coughs> yep. Um, Kills it. Yeah. It's, yeah. And also several Avengers. I do wonder what led to, like, I know that what happened with Tom Holland, but I don't know, you know, why the other actors didn't show up. It could have just been that the their, um, it could have just been that their contracts were up. They couldn't they just walk and into it. Like, nah, I'm done. Well, yeah, RDJ makes sense because he's yeah, he was done. Yeah. Um, and I guess Scarlett Johansson. Is done. <laughs> just like, just give me my fucking Black Widow money and let me leave. <laughs> right. What do you mean you're not putting it in theaters? What do you mean you're releasing it on Disney Plus? I want. I, I want more money now. Give me all of the money. I want Disney. I want to own Disney. Disney. All right. So, uh, what's your? She might do a better stank? job than the current people running Disney. Honestly, I have no strong opinions. Oh, actually, no, I do have strong opinions on that. You might be right. <laughs> um, what's your second stank? My second stank. 
I couldn't think of anything. Look, uh, I, I, I thought, I'm like thinking, I'm like, what, what is it? So I'm just going to say the Gamora thing. It's, it's just a glaring thing that stands out. It's like, what, uh, like, I don't know, just cut it from the episode. Like, she didn't have to be there. You, you... There is one specific <laughs> thing she contributes to that last episode. Mm. You kind of need her there for, because she's got the Infinity Smasher. Right. Mm. And I assume that that comes up in their episode. Because if it doesn't, boy, is that going to look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Hope someone got fired for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's just a weird, it's just like, it's not exp- She's not explained. It's, it's glaring. It's yeah. It's just like here's Gamora. You haven't seen her in, in a, any episodes up until now. In a issues. series that has like pretty meticulously thought about most things and yes. introduced all of these characters for the end. The fact that Gamora just shows up is mm-hmm. weird. It's, it's like um. It's like X Men. Do you remember mm-hmm. um, Jean Grey died? Dark, yes. Like you know they did the Dark Phoenix thing. Jean Grey died, and then in the next episode, she's just she's just there. There was no explanation, and then I think they did an episode later where they like. Look, I need to I need to be completely honest with you. When when do you think that episode was? Because I, I might have been four. I have no no idea, <laughs> but you can watch it on Disney Plus. Um, oh shit, I might do that. <laughs> but yeah, G- G- they do the Dark Phoenix thing. Jean Grey dies, and then she's just there in the next episode. Anyway, it's so fucking. It was just like, what the fuck happened? Maybe it was Madeline Pryor. <laughs> Maybe. We'll we'll never know. Comic they, readers will believe anything unless they explain it in fucking rubes. The new X Men show, but um, yeah. Anyway, the Gamora thing. What's your second yeah. stank? Uh, my second stank. Similarly, I wasn't there's nothing that really stands out to me as like negative about this show it's mostly pretty good mm-hmm. uh if i did have to complain about one thing and i do contractually uh the it's, art it's slash in your contract animation that you style, definitely signed yes yep the art slash animation <laughs> style is mostly just kind of fine it's serviceable it gets the job done but yeah there's nothing flashy about it there's like occasionally it looks really good Mm-hmm. mostly that's a lighting thing yes as you've mentioned mm-hmm. there are a couple of frames here and there where i'm like that's fucking sick yeah there's specifically one bit in the doctor strange episode where no actually it's in the last episode where doctor strange like turns into a dragon mm-hmm. that looks fucking cool yeah and that is like two percent of the finished product the rest of it is just kind of fine you know what it is it's it's a lack of style like I feel like there needs to be like something more stylistically interesting to it. It's basically just like taken the MCU and made it cell shaded, and that's pretty they've much. They've definitely it. gone. They've definitely gone for like a low, like a, a not highly stylized, a lowly stylized, I guess. Yeah. Um, cartoonified MCU, and it works. You recognize who people are, but like. Yeah, there's just no, there's not a lot of personality to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it looks fine. And some of the animation is really, really good. I like yeah. a lot of the action and stuff, but because it lacks that, you know, character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just kind of, it's something I won't think about after it's done. It's not like a um, Spider-Verse where I'm just like, 
I'll yeah. some I'll sometimes just think about the animation and then be like, mm-hmm. fuck animation's cool. Yeah, it is. Whereas this, I'm like, that was a fun story. Yeah. Two weeks away from the new Ninja Turtles. Oh fuck. That yeah. movie looks sick too. Yeah, it does. That's some style right there. Hella style. But anyway, yes, I agree. I, I it's just it's just a very it's just a very plain looking show it, with some nice say lighting it looks every bland, now. But it does kind of look bland. Kind of does, yeah. Uh, although fucking Stephen S- S- Doctor Strange is probably like the supreme Strange. He's probably mm-hmm. like the most stylistically uh, cool looking. Yeah, he's, actually, I think that episode probably has the the most style to it in yeah. a lot of sense. Like. Mm-hmm. That design is great. He's got a whole like Dracula sort of thing going on with the pointed goatee and the yeah. cloak. There's also a bit where he like appears to die in a, mm-hmm. a fight with himself, and then he like jumps out of the other stranger's shadow at him, and it's yeah. the sickest thing ever. Yeah. God damn. Uh, I might watch that episode again tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good episode. So there we go. Those are our stocks and our stanks. Now comes the part of the show. Where we rank this, and I believe it's Josh's turn to I mean, I'll, go I'll, first. I'll read it whenever. But oh, do you want me to read the thing first? <laughs> oh yeah, I'll read the thing first, and then uh, you can tell me where you'd like to put this show. Our current ranking of the MCU: we have number one, Captain America: The Winter Soldier; number two, Thor: Ragnarok; number three, Avengers: Endgame. Iron Man 3, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Infinity War, Captain America Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, The Avengers, Black Panther, Captain America the First Avenger, Loki, Season 1, WandaVision, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man Homecoming, Iron Man, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Spider-Man Far From Home, Thor, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Black Widow, Miss Black Widow. Did I? Yeah. Oh, it must not have fucking updated because it is not <laughs> in this list. Black Widow is, is between Falcon the Winter Soldier and Thor. And that in there now. Thank you. It's in in between where was it? It's at uh Spider Man and Thor? Uh yeah, Far From Home and Thor, it's in between there. Okay. Spider Man, Far From Home, Black Widow, Thor, Ant Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel. Avengers Age of Ultron, The Incredible Hulk, Thor The Dark World, and at the very bottom, Iron Man 2, where it will stay for time and memorial forever. Absolutely. It'll never move. Until the world until the universe collapses in on itself. Exactly. The rest of this list will disintegrate, but Iron Man 2 will be at the bottom <laughs> still. <laughs> That's it. That's how it works. Uh now, now where would I put what if? Where would you put what if? I think just based on its premise alone mm-hmm. and the fact that it has multiple cool uh, heroes and villains and stories, mm-hmm. I feel like it has to go above Iron Man. I agree. Good. Oh, God. No, I accidentally grabbed Iron Man too. No. <laughs> no, no, don't no, move no. that. No. Don't do <laughs> no, that. No, 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 that's not happening, Iron Man too. <laughs> he, tra- he tried to pull <laughs> a fast the, one on you. Not after the speech I just gave. <laughs> Whew. That was a close one. Okay, so it's above Iron Man. Yes. How far above Iron Man? I, hmm. It fixes two of the, <laughs> like, worst movies on this list. 
Three, maybe. Fixes? I mean, it's, it's I what mean, if. It, it so. doesn't fix. It, it takes an alternate route and provides a uh, a preferable alternative right. to Iron Man 2, mm-hmm. The Incredible Hulk, and Avengers Age of Ultron. Yes. These are all... Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's nice. Yes. But does that mean that it gets to go above anything else on this list? Well, above Iron Man, we have Spider-Man Homecoming. Is it better than Spider-Man Homecoming? Uh, I, this is, this is where this is going to get difficult, right? (laughs) Because the other MCU series are basically just really long movies. Yes. Uh, and I can judge them as such. Yes. This is 100% a series as series. Yes. Up until the end where it kind of combines into one thing. It becomes a mega episode. So it makes it very difficult to uh, judge these side by side. Uh-huh. I think Spider-Man Homecoming has a lot going for it. I I really love Teen Peter Parker in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Peter Parker like personal superhero life balance is always one of my favorite things. Yeah, Vulture is really fucking cool in it. It's funny. It's got good music. Mm-hmm. I don't know if What If makes it above Homecoming. I agree. Oh, okay. Well, I think I think uh, it's fine. I think why was I deliberating so long there? <laughs> I think it's fine above Iron Man, below Spider-Man: Homecoming, at number seventeen. Yeah, I, I think, think that's it a good deals with it. so many different things that it's hard to like push it any higher. It does really good with what it does, but like, yep. it's not it's not super ambitious. Also, it's got that Thor episode. Yeah, and also, also it's also missing an episode. Yeah, that too. It's incomplete. <laughs> It is fundamentally incomplete. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, we cannot say that about anything else in this top, however many above it. Nope. I don't think so. That feels complete. No, yeah. no, none of these other ones feel incomplete. I feel okay. like a whole thing. I'm happy with that. I'm going to press save now. All right. In case it tries to fucking do that thing where it takes Black Widow out of it again. <laughs> right. So... At the end of week, how many of this? This is number 28. This we done? End of week 28, our standings are Captain America the Winter Soldier, Thor Ragnarok, Avengers Endgame, Iron Man 3, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Infinity War, Captain America Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, The Avengers, Black Panther, Captain America the First Avenger, Loki, WandaVision, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man Homecoming, and at number... 17. 17 is what if what if what if it was at number 17 uh that's wonder no more we live in now wonder no more oh she died wonder no more all right because she wasn't being fed enough people that's it she's just gonna just lay down for a while i don't know what are zombies what are are they what do zombies what What do do? the eternal question what do zombies (laughs) welcome to my new series my marvel spinoff what do uh josh i have great news next week great news next week we're back to watching movies get to watch a movie and after that we get to watch (laughs) another movie oh shit two movies in a row 
Is that Shang-Chi and then Eternals? Yeah. That's exciting. I haven't watched Eternals since I saw it in theaters. Same. And I have watched Shang-Chi, but that's because Shang-Chi fucking Same. <laughs> I've seen really I've seen Shang-Chi maybe like four times and Eternals just the once. I think so not to give the game away, uh but I think Shang-Chi was the first movie from phase four that I ranked in my top ten originally. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's a good movie. It's a very good movie. I'm excited. <laughs> so next week we will watch Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And uh, that's... Oh, I'm going to have to read that entire title out when I do the lists, aren't I? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but hey, at least it's shorter than some of the later titles. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Man. Oh. Ant-Man and the oh, Wasp Quantumania. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now I have a question. Well, I, this just this just cements it as me having to read the list because if you have to read that, you're gonna have a fucking heart attack. This is something we need to sort out soon. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, no, I don't think we should watch this. There's a show, but I don't mm. think it counts. And that's I am Groot. It's on the list of MCU things, but it's like they're oh. sh- very short episodes, and they're there's short. not that many of them. So. I don't think it should count. How about we definitely can't do a full episode about it? No. Because that would be done in 15 minutes. And exactly. That's being generous. <laughs> uh, we could talk about them briefly in like an aside during Guardians Volume 3. Yeah. Or no. What if we lumped them in with uh, the Guardians Christmas special? All right, yeah. We can do Just that. Just as a little bonus. Sure. A bonus ranking for Christmas. It won't be Christmas when we do that. <laughs> it might be. Fuck it. Who knows? Well, we've got... Oh, hang on. One, two, yeah, how many... three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Guardians, if we do one a week, Guardians will be in 11 weeks. So it's definitely not going to be Christmas. No, it will be November though. It will be close enough. Which is when that came out. Came out November last yeah. year. So, yeah. And you there know you. what? Like, if it's good enough for fucking shops in Australia to start selling things, then it's mm-hmm. good enough for this podcast. And hey, you know what? After that, we've only got well by that by that time, the Marvels will be out. So. We'll only have four more episodes after Guardians Holiday Special. I do have to uh, ask, does that mean that Werewolf by Night will land around Halloween? Yes. Hey, we did it! We did some planning! <laughs> mm, we did really do planning. Yeah. It's just kind of, it's just kind of working out that way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Very excited. Look, but yes, we were planning these things for Christmas. Great, cool, whatever. <laughs> planning for Halloween. Hell yeah. Yes. Halloween uh, is my Christmas. Not nine weeks will be werewolf by night, if my math is correct. So Yeah, so that's literally like 
the show before Halloween, I think. That works yeah. out really nicely. Good job, you everyone. Can't miss any. We did it. You miss the show. I swear to God. There's no missing of episodes ever again. This train's been really good lately. Gonna keep rolling. It's yeah, we've done a, like otherwise dead. We've done like f- four in a row. Five, five. I want to say three. One, two, three. This is Our our fourth in a row. Is that fourth? Yep. So in the middle. We were both right and both wrong. (laughs) There you go. Anyway, we'll see you again next week for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Goodbye. Ten. Is that what I said? Did I say ten? You did, and I was like, Oh, good. (laughs) Okay. You were just showing people what ten looks like. Yeah. Yeah. For all the audio listeners at home, I have all (laughs) my fingers out. Good job. Okay, bye. Bye. Are you Tony Stank? I am Iron Man. Stank, Stank, Stank. Genius billionaire playboy from the You Stank, you Stank. I am Iron Man.